Well, we're going to get started here. <clears throat> um, I'm real excited about tonight. I I just made just a few uh, slides, and that's it. And we're going to open it up, and we're going to have some conversation about this thing called will and faith and uh, how it's really a kind of gravity. It's a spiritual gravity when it comes to the human. But as we'll see, um, in the physical realm, it shows up too, but in a different way that's really, really uh, common, but we, we don't really notice it. So <clears throat> I am going to open up my screen. We're going to do a prayer here in just a second, but I just want to make sure I open up my screen to the right one. And um, there we go. And then I'm going to... Uh, start from the beginning. Okay. All right, cool. So we're going to start with a prayer. And I will open it up. And after that, um, someone could close us down. So I'm going to be asking for somebody here to just... If you get that nudge, if you get that holy nudge, if you, if the infinite creator has the will and puts that in you and has faith in you, <laughs> do I sound like a preacher? Uh, <clears throat> I see that hand. Yeah, yeah. Just raise your hands towards the end. Um, but we always do want to open up in a invocation and close with a benediction. Okay, so let's take three deep breaths. One infinite creator, just because we are you doesn't mean we can't relate to you. We relate to you, we relate to each other in this group and in the whole world. Relationship itself is, is how you evolve. It's how we evolve it's through relationality. We have the will to explode onto the scene and express ourselves. And we have the faith that it means something that we will move into the new rooms of our lives. And we ask that you bless this conversation tonight as we explore more the beautiful mystery of will and faith and what it looks like in the human level and what it looks like in the physical level. And may this talk to whatever degree uh, can be. May it be a blessing to anybody who listens to this in the future so that they can find themselves on the journey of strengthening their will and their faith. Amen. Okay, I'm going to be putting... A quick question, Doug. Yeah. Is this, is this from the Law of One concept guide? No. This is from this is from your interest. Yeah, I, I originally thought I was going to do uh, the Confederation because I, I was looking through the concept guide and I saw that and I thought, well, I'll do the maybe we'll do the Confederation. But <clears throat> in the end, um, I was really I guess I've been wanting to do will and faith for a while and I thought this now would be a good time. So, um, if you have a question or anything, I'm, I'm not going to be able to see us on the side, so you can either raise your hand or just uh, interrupt, or maybe Troy could say, hey, somebody's raised their hand. Okay, um, <clears throat> you guys have seen this a while. I always kind of have this Taurus up here. But I love this Taurus. I think that this Taurus is how the One Infinite Creator looks. And today we're going to be talking about will and faith. 
and will and faith in third density is the thing that gets us going forward in this path and the more will and faith you have the more it begets more will and faith it's one of those things that in the spiritual world um, it, it does seem to increase as you uh, give it away you you we surrender to the will our we surrender to our desire to move forward we have the faith and that requires a kind of surrendering which we'll talk about um, and then that begets more will and faith it's very interesting uh, and there's going to be lots of times in your life in your lives I, and, and I'm interested in hearing some about this where things have happened because you've had such strong will to seek and the faith that you're seeking is going to grab a hold of something and draw it into you that you can't explain it other than it being a manifestation of a, min, a metaphysical principle in your life and so that'll be kind of what we're talking about today but before we get to the stories let's look a little bit at the metaphysics so we know that the original thought <clears throat> is the one that we all participate in of the one infinite creator and in our lives the one infinite creator um, manifest through us through our will to do certain things in our life but at the very beginning in the primal logos it was the will to experience self and we can think of the original thought as expand from unity so there's a unity and then expands from there and we can think of um, this unity as uniformity beginning uniformity is a lack of distortion or a lack of plurality uh, it's just sameness that would be unity then over here on the side of this Taurus as you can see um, as the flow goes out 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 there's a certain point where it reaches a, a part of the Taurus on the sides if you can see it in the flow where it starts to move in down 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 and inward there's that point of coalition where it starts and um, here I have it as the original desire <clears throat> starts uh, to come activated <laughs> the explosion happens um, uh oh the explosion happens it goes out 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 and then at some point it activates this desire to come in 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 and uh, the original desire Ra says is that all all things become seek and become one and then we have here towards the bottom is this coalescing into unity into unity having gone all the way around up and around and I'm calling this as unity not as uniformity but unity as diversity maintained and balanced by love this idea of going out and then coming back in is always going to be a transformed version of that which went out you see um, so all things go out all ideas go out our will goes out and then at some point faith starts to draw it in and we can already see faith as a kind of gravity that brings it in so we'll expand on that idea um, <clears throat> just for fun I have it here where um, looking at this idea that there are two uh, principles material principle and spiritual principle that actually are inverted in density okay and that's an important piece because uh, what we'll see here in this chart that I made today and I hope it makes sense maybe it doesn't but <clears throat> down here at the bottom in this bar I have it where you can see the uh, red all the way to the purple on the other side and it follows the the colors of the densities okay as kind of a spectrum and 
on top of it we have material density and inside of the material this circle we have a big circle that's, that's got nothing in it it's just a black a line and then in the middle is a little red dot and that could be we could see that as maybe being um, the, the circle itself with nothing in it is material consciousness so it's just materiality without a sense of agency or gnosis it's still the one infinite creator but it has a primal consciousness and nothing more okay so it's spiritual or psychological consciousness is very very minute and that's why I have it in the middle surrounded by all the white and then the circle line itself then the next one we have um, the second density and we still have quite a bit of material consciousness plants animals maybe some minerals uh, and in the middle though we have an orange circle that gets a little bit bigger so that the sense of spiritual or psychological consciousness is growing a tad even as the size of the material consciousness is shrinking okay so we're talking about the the material density gets smaller and the density uh, of consciousness gets bigger and that's what Ra says then we have third density we still have quite a bit of material consciousness but the spiritual density is getting bigger as you can see but notice what happens when we get to the fourth density the material consciousness and the spiritual consciousness are actually congruent now Ra doesn't say this uh, overtly I'm inferring on this but there seems to be a sense that the dense highly dense packed um, body of of the fourth density humanoid body is packed with life it's packed with light and and gnosis of unity even as Ross says that the body itself is made up of finer ingredients there's a translucence and um, it's not made of the heavy chemical body so for me it seems to me that that might be where this this uh, these two material and the spiritual come together okay then what we see we go on to the fifth density and the material part is really small smaller and then the the consciousness the spiritual psychological part is bigger so you can see it goes on and on and then we have sixth density and finally we have seventh density seventh density there is no body Ross says there's no reason to have a, a body um, or maybe there's a body but there's just not reincarnation so probably I should have put a little bitty dot in the middle of that and <laughs> I think Rod does say that there's a body but it's not um, uh, need to eat I believe or need to um, what do you call it reincarnate or reproduce but <clears throat> how this these things that the spiritual consciousness happens how that grows from the small spiritual consciousness of first density all the way to all of the dense completely infinitely dense in the seventh density how that happens is through will and faith and the will and faith grow and grow and grow uh, the will to seek the seeking grows the seeking grows and then eventually uh, we get to where as Ross says in fifth density you don't even you're you will have a body but it's a light body it's it's a body that's made out of light and you can transform using your consciousness to whatever um, appearance you want so you have a lot of control over the material world so this isn't central this is just something I want to throw in there as we move on um, go ahead Troy Oh, would that suggest that maybe Jesus at his uh, return 
following his crucifixion was now in fifth density and could manifest his body in these strange ways uh, that defied uh, third density manifestation limitation. Makes sense to me. Okay. I mean, I think he was already an adept that he could bilocate and dematerialize and all that stuff, but it, it does seem a little fifth density-esque, the things that is reported Jesus could do after the um, resurrection. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to spend any time on this. This was, I should have taken this out. It took me so long to make this, but it's really, <laughs> it doesn't have any meaning for us today. All right. <clears throat> Here is really interesting. So we have the original thought, going back to the Taurus. And in the physical aspect, the original thought uh, has an exploding outward motion. But on the human, it is will. So the original thought for the human is, translates as will. What, is, what do you want? What do we want? And when I'm, when, when I'm doing counseling with people, I'm constantly asking that question. What do you want? After you've shared this story, well, what, what are your goals? What do you want? What's your will? And I'm trying to help them garner this pa passion to move forward. And I'm trying to actually ascertain, too, to what degree do they have a will? Um... And it's the will to go forward. And then down here, we have the original desire. And in the physical world, that actually very well may represent gravity. I think, I think it does. Because in the first density, for example, everything is operating by these cosmic uh, principles, these laws that aren't required a lot of agency it's it's the divine creator's own laws that are being used to blow out and come back in blow out and come back in but in the human level the third density <clears throat> uh gravity we have the agency to seek we actually have the agency to seek and to move forward and um am i am i uh can y'all see? Okay, I'm not. All right, I thought I thought I was. Uh, I, I'm looking at you guys, and I didn't know if I saw any movement. So, sorry about that. All right, in the human level, the original desire is equals faith. So we can kind of put that together. Faith is the original desire, and what is it? Faith that things will come together. All entities seek and become one. So we have the will to move out and the faith that our moving forward will actually bring in that which we are hoping for. Okay, so will and faith are together. Ra always talks about will and faith as being together, just like the original thought and the original desire at the primal logos aspect, the very macro aspect of the logos go together and what does Ross say about gravity I thought this was interesting um, <clears throat> 29 16 question can you tell me how gravity comes about Ross says I am Ra this that you speak of as gravity may be seen as a pressing towards the inner love light or light love the seeking towards the spiral line of light which progresses towards the Creator. This is a manifestation of a spiritual event or condition of livingness. So if you can see in this torus that's flowing, can you see that line of light? Can you see that line? It's pressing towards, it presses, presses, and then becomes a line and then goes out again. <coughs> And for you and I, um, <clears throat> our faith is a kind of gravity. Our will to move forward on something, and you have to s use your free will 
to set your mind towards something. What do you seek? What do I want? And do I really seek? Why? And when we really move forward with that, we have the faith that our direction means something. And then faith starts to bring about that which we seek. And the stronger the will and the stronger the faith, it starts to hit into that law of doubling that we talked about a couple of weeks ago that multiply exponentially. Uh, so the more seeking, the more finding. And then that just builds and builds and builds and things really pick up. <clears throat> I thought this was kind of cool. Um, I'm going to ask an open-ended question here. What Somebody just kind of throw out what you see when you see this. Beautiful mess. Yeah. I see it as the, you know, upward spiraling light love energy from Earth blowing up through your energy system, your chakras and so on, and then emanating out through your violet chakra, your aura, what your violet or gray chakra is the representation of like all your frequent, you know, your, your chakras below put together as an aura, so to speak, and just the flow within the Taurus geometry, um, basically, just like your previous picture. Yeah, uh, Josh, I didn't even see you here. You're very welcome here in this group. Thank you for showing up. It's, it's great. I'm, I met Josh on Facebook, and you run a couple of other Law of One groups, don't you? Oh, yeah. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me, Doug. Yeah. Uh, hi, everyone. Awesome. Yeah, I, uh, on uh, tomorrow, on Wednesdays at 8.30 Eastern, we do a reading the Law of One group that I host, that each week we pick a session and sequentially go. So tomorrow will be session 95, where we read it and got a group of people like this and uh, chime in with questions, comments, thoughts, and discussion. And also a meditation group that meets on Sundays at 11 a.m. Eastern, where we do a uh, like a 20-minute meditation, and it's just so far the same group of people mostly, and a general talk about Law of One and other spiritual stuff. You're almost welcome to join. Sorry for like plugging. Oh, in, that's but. great. That's wonderful, Josh. Um, maybe <clears throat> if you could give me that information, and I will post it in our Slack group here. And uh, people can pick that up. That that's a wonderful work you're doing. Really happy to well, have thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I'll I'll send it to you. Great. Anybody else have any thoughts as to what this image might look like? So when I look at that image, I see an individual trying to balance, asking for help balancing, but then they realize like, whoa, what is this shit show that is inside of me? And they realize that they are knowing that they don't know and they are surrendering to the balancing process. Awesome. Yeah, it's definitely like a <clears throat> an inkblot test. Um, people will, whatever is received is received at the level of the receiver, as um, St. Thomas Aquinas said. Um, the reason why I put these two together is because I was trying to show a torus, an aura around a person, and to show that, as Ross says, the the stronger our will is, we actually pull in red ray energy. We pull in experiences from the external. We we pull them in into our energy, and they do get processed up through our chakras our energy centers <clears throat> and they get they'll stop at the level that we are able to process and use the the um, catalyst efficiently now if it doesn't get used efficiently it gets thrown out and then comes right back in just recycles until we get the message but this is to show even though it's probably I mean it's a funny animation of the Taurus and the guy inside it it does metaphysically it does kind of look like this that there's a pulling in and then a processing up and then it gets um, 
transformed as whatever catalyst we have it gets transformed to the highest level where it's seen from Ross as Ross says at the sacramental level a catalyst is seen as holy that love is contained in the moment and it then gets brought out and these blessings as we process catalysts just keep coming in and we keep dragging in more stuff as we want to seek more and find more we keep moving um, more fat we be, our magnet becomes stronger and, and things come into us more <clears throat> so a couple of other slides and then I want to open this up um, if you'll look here this says oh, okay if you remember this is the uh, drawing that I had created for when I was discussing the archetypes of the mind <clears throat> excuse me so we have the fool and we have experience and these are like the horses um, and then we have the catalyst and the potentiator and feeds the matrix and then the matrix feeds the significator and the significator is the significant self that makes sense of the catalyst and and it moves forward to toward transformation but it doesn't go anywhere unless we have will and faith and Ra has a really interesting <clears throat> uh, thing that they say in session 103.12 however it would be more appropriate to draw the attention to the fact that although the chariot is wheeled it is not harnessed to that which draws it by a physical or visible harness what then O oh student links the harnesses the chariot's power of movement to the chariot and the the card that they're talking about the image over here is the great way <clears throat> so the great way the mind so this is actually a, a, a chariot so if you can see on the side either side of of this image you see a little wheel you see a wheel there and a wheel there on either side and then these sphinxes sphinx eye <laughs> these sphinxes are supposed to move the chariot forward but as Ross says there's no line there's no harness between the chariot and the sphinxes and so that's why and it, it's not there on purpose and that's why Ross says what would link it oh student what would link it um and <clears throat> actually i don't think this is i think this is the yeah this is the uh the great way but anyways what links it well it, will and faith link it these are the two things that are used to to get the horses to go the the um phoenixes to go is will and faith that's actually what creates the transformation and the more will and faith you have the faster you go and what does my Christian uh, pastors here in our group, um, of which there are a few, what does uh, Jesus say about the plow? Preach, people. He said, if you put your hand to the plow and you look back, then you're not fit. You're not worthy of, of, of going forward with the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God, yeah. So yeah, so I see that, yeah. If you're not, if you if you are, that's exactly right. If you're pushing the plow and you look back, you're not worthy of the kingdom of God. Uh, wh why do you think they said that? The kingdom of God. Why did Jesus say that? Anybody want to? I mean, I'm just. I don't know if I have the answer. I'm just curious if anybody had a thought there. I don't think it is a punishment statement like you're not you're not going to be worthy of the kingdom of God. I think it's more of <clears throat> when we are pushing forward on something um, and we want to move forward, but then we get scared or we get insecure or we get I don't imposter syndrome or <laughs> name the the human anxiety that we have, you know, then oftentimes we will stop 
and we won't we'll stop that momentum that we were creating metaphysically to go forward we'll stop it you know and another way to understand the word kingdom of god is holistic love or holistic seeing or living holistically because remember what we said earlier about um unity at the very as things coalesce unity is diversity diversity of the manyness maintained and connected by love that uh the kingdom of god is this how all things are seen to be one together even as they are diverse and if we are insecure and we're not plowing forward in our faith and will to seek this oneness maybe i'm i feel i'm not worthy uh, to belong to this or whatever it is then we'll miss it it's not that that's going anywhere it's just that we've closed our eyes down real quick you see it's it's like we're we're reproducing distortion and just producing more distortion fear begats more fear perfectly yeah. said fred troy uh, i have a spiritual direction uh, point to make here um will and faith are, are um both addressed through the use of disciplines in the spiritual life so if i have a discipline of having a quiet time or if i have a discipline of memorizing scripture or memorizing prayers or memorizing something some sacred truth that i want to to keep if i'll do that i'm exercising my will just the, just the i spent a year of two years of memorizing scripture very <clears throat> industriously and it was transformative uh, this was in college and uh, but just that exercise of will to do that was helpful and then you add to that that the thing that you're paying attention to is a truth that you want to put your faith in and um so like a, again a scripture or particularly a promise in, a, in the scriptures um that's a big deal too so will and faith are both addressed through uh spiritual disciplines in my humble spiritual director opinion i had the faith that you would say something and you had the will uh so you can see this is the last two slides here we've got our little horse drawn carriage that's being pulled through will and faith and you can see it from the image that i've used many times in our talks of the old room and new room and liminal space in between and so uh, the carriage is being drawn and we can see will as coming forward <clears throat> i'm willing to go forward on something even when i don't know because remember liminal space is a place of conversion metanoia the changing of expansion of view but it's always 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 requires death death of our current worldview <laughs> um <clears throat> death of our current worldview and then what's next is faith faith is it's it's like it's coming from the new room of which we're not yet close to it's coming from the new room towards us you see we have the faith that something is is happening that's not yet manifested coming from almost in our future towards us and we're doing it through our desire whatever our desire is so you can see together just how will and faith are so so important in this spiritual journey and i would like to ask um somebody if you could briefly share a, a story of uh, your story a one of your stories of will and faith where it just it's so uncanny you had the the will to seek something out the faith that it would make a difference and then boom something happened so who would like to share
I could say something that comes to mind. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Fred. No, go for it, Josh. Yeah, go, go, Josh. I was just going to say, like, what you were asking, what you're describing to me, kind of sounds like when I use the secret. It's like I had the will uh, to request it and the faith that I know it's going to happen. And then it happens. Boom. <laughs> you know, whether it's something big or something small, like getting a good parking spot, you know. Or something big like, oh, I want to do this in my life, and it works this way into reality. But not sure if that's what you were thinking, but it reminded me of that. I, I think it's related. Um, <clears throat> I personally have a little bit of hesitation with the secret in the way it's sometimes taught, because I think that it um, the the faith is often where we don't want to create a um, I think the will and faith, the way that Ra is talking about it, if we're doing it in the positive polarity, is that it's the will, the best and highest good that comes to us. And so we don't obviously, we sometimes don't know what that might look like, uh, but we definitely want our highest and best good. So, yeah, I mean, I've done the parking lots myself. Um, but I, when I hear the secret, I've known so many people in some new age circles that I've done. It's like, oh my God, this... You're gonna be um, putting yourself in a in a hole here <laughs> with with some brown magic. I don't know if you've heard that term before, but <clears throat> uh, that's no, I haven't. That's interesting. I guess it's like how much karma they build based on what they're manifesting. If it's for the highest and best good, or you know, it could be used either way, like you're saying. Yeah, that's a really good point. Very well said. Could you define brown magic, Doug? Oh, well, I've just heard the term before. White magic would be service to others. Um, black magic would be service to self, uh, working with shadow, um, manipulation, that kind of thing. And brown magic, I've heard, is it, it's it's kind of like something that I want for myself. So I... I remember one time I was working with this guy who had just read The Secret and he took out 10 bucks in his 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 pocket and he says this 10 bucks is going to turn into a million dollars by the end of the year. And, and you know because I've I'm going to just will this to happen. Um and you know I don't think he's a millionaire but okay, if he wants a million bucks. <laughs> I won't judge. Um, somebody else, like, for example, just how the law of one has come into your life, just when yeah. you were seeking things, maybe, huh? Yeah, well, that was one of my stories I was going to share. One of my favorite stories is how I came into this law of one study group. Uh, the, the whole idea and concept of the law of one had been just this process that I started coming across uh, probably around 2015, 2014, 15, 16, 17. And it's just, it's just started increasing and growing and growing. And I just got this hunger for it and started listening to all of these different videos and all this, that, and the other. And most of the folks that I was listening to uh, were just, it was good stuff. It was all sacred writ, sacred script uh, ideas, but I wasn't hearing as many from a Christian standpoint. And I think for me to take that complete full leap, like I was so enamored, I was like, so I saw the will working there because it was like, I, I needed this. I wanted this. I'm hungry. I'm, so every day I was just taking it in, taking it in, taking it in. And then all of a sudden faith shifted where I said, I got to find a group of Christians that's seeing this because I just want to be in that group. And and I was like, well, but isn't that selfish or that? But it was like, I knew it was the group was there. I didn't know it was they were there in my mind, but something like that whole future thing, faith, something said, they're there, just look for them. And, and I was like, okay, I'm, well, I'll, and it's like, you're going to find them. Just keep on looking, do the next click, do the next click. And all of a sudden I ran across, like I found Doug's site and it was Doug Scott. It wasn't even the Doug, the, what's the other Doug that you use? Doug the, S. Uh, <laughs> Doug S. It wasn't even that. It was the Doug Scott. I found you on Facebook. Huh. And I was like, there's, there's, and something said, there's your dude. 
and, and it was the it, that was the faith thing and i didn't even know that you were in dallas i was like and when 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 we connected so it was almost like faith just settled and said there and it was just it was there it was really cool it was fun Oh. And that's happened with me time and time again with so many other things. And it's funny. It's almost like it's like groping in the dark, and which reminds me of the scripture. And Paul, Paul, he's talking to the people in Mars Hill and says that I think it was Paul or Peter in the book of Acts where he says God's ordained for us to grope. And I think uh, Troy pulled that up. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Florida when we were doing the the uh, the uh, the readings, the sacred readings. Uh, uh, but but it's like it's it's like in the dark, and I know where the keys are. The keys, keys, keys. <laughs> it's like got it, and that's what happened. Yeah, it was cool. It was a phrase. That, uh, Paul was saying, uh, "Perhaps you will feel your way to God," kind of thing. So that was kind of an interesting phrase I had never noticed before. Yeah, thank you. Um, Barbara or <clears throat> Noah, do you guys have any uh, these these stories of the will and faith and how they kind of brought in something that you were really looking for? You don't have to share. I Sorry to put you on spot. I can't come up with any like specific story, of course. But... I've got a quick random one. You want to hear it? Oh, wait, let's, let's, uh, Noah, I think was going to say something. Go ahead, Noah. I can't Noah. think of a specific one, but I was just going to say that what Fred just said happens all the time. I would, I could never put it into words, but he just did it for me. That just happens all the time. Yeah, that's how I have ended up everywhere. It's well said, Fred. Thank you. Shrek. Um, yeah, I think one of my favorite rock quotes is the uh where Ra's basically like hey you know consider if you will you know all of the coincidences of life and everything that got you here and uh i'll i quote that a lot with people and it's a fun activity to just to surrender to wow there really might be something guiding me but something that i've been praying in my meditations has just been you know i I seek the path of being love and light to people around me. And I, and I hope that I would, you know, be someone that someone either meets along the way, along their path. I just kind of keep pushing them in the right direction, or maybe they want to stop for a little bit. Maybe Serac becomes a little rest stop for them. And I have just been everyone that I meet on campus, the grocery store, you know, coffee shops, I'll try to just pay attention to just different people that I feel I'm crossing paths with often. But at Richland College, the college where I teach, um, there was recently a new hire who in the Office of Student Life, and he was working at UT Dallas when I was a student, probably like 2009, 2010. And he and I both connected because we were both really into this hip hop group called Black Star. And I haven't seen him in at least a decade. So I run into him a couple weeks ago run into him a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, Whoa, it's you. Oh my gosh, it's you. Whoa. Like, you know, have all those pleasantries and what are you doing? I'm leader to campus ministry. What about you? And I'm looking at his bookshelf in his office. He's got books on Nostradamus and all this Dolores Cannon stuff. And I'm just like, Oh shit. Like, here we go. I'm just getting my blood's pumping and I'm like trying to play it cool. And I go, man, like I go, Whoa, you're in the deep end of the pool. I kind of make that, that comment there. And he looks at me and says, um, well, hey, man, I don't really say this to many people very often, but you know we're the you know that we are the creator experiencing itself, right? <laughs> and I just let out this laugh. I just start dying of laughter. I'm like, man, we need to get lunch here in a week. But um, I am, one, typically, if I see people, I'm not really interested in, like, going into their space, you know, I'm letting things let the vibes show up if they do show up, but I've been pr pretty purposeful, but these things are just opening up. Just like Noah said, it's just kind of funny how when I open myself up to it, all, uh, all that stuff starts happening. The, the same thing that, uh, Fred and Noah talked about has happened to me. Oh gosh, just over and over and over. But, you know, I, I think of, 
<clears throat> the seeking uh, being so strong, um, and usually it, it was, it's, it's being fueled by, could be suffering, it could be confusion, feeling lost, it's, it's something, you know, and so the, the fire, the flame of the will seems to be very strong and really not knowing where I'm going, but a book could have appeared or a person could appear or um, um, something usually appears. I can hear something that, that points me in a certain direction, but gosh, that has happened so many times in my, in my lifetime. Uh, but usually it's, like I said, usually it's uh, fueled from... Um, like you, like you showed in there, a catalyst of some kind, something there. But um, yeah, I mean, it's the same way, you know, like Fred's story, finding finding Doug. I didn't know there was a whole group behind him, but, um, you know, moving from Washington to Dallas and not having any community here, or, uh, finding like-minded people. It was, uh, you know, I'd been here almost two years before that happens so um so it just it just took a while for that to come into my life and it's it's just been a wonderful journey and 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 the, the stuff that comes to to you at that time it meets you where you are you know it's kind of giving you little stepping stones so to speak is what it's when i when i look back um, um if i wasn't ready to receive it it wasn't going to go in so Graciously, it's been given to me and times for me to like, oh, yeah, that's it. So it's been great. Uh, it's, it's the seeking that's so important. And <clears throat> when we learn about um, that they're just for, so, for 75,000 years almost, there wasn't the humans didn't want to really seek. There wasn't a calling. There wasn't a calling. There wasn't even a desire to seek yet. And so... Um, the confederation opened up the floodgates they allowed more groups to incarnate in a third density to increase more ingredients to increase the flavor of of us motley crew and then <clears throat> now there's a lot of seeking and people are growing and the strength of our seeking is connected to our will our will to seek to know and then that corresponds to the faith which is coming from the other side so that all things become one so what we are hoping for whatever level it is um and if we're doing it the highest and best good it's going to be something along the lines of the seventh chakra where ra says if we are embodying the, the these higher levels of seeing and living is everything is going to be seen as a container of love the moment right now contains the full plenum the fullness of the one infinite creator just manifested as the immediacy of our life and that we can not only see that and feel it at a heart level but we can raise it up in this in a sacramental way as to say this is all holy and what does holy mean whole <laughs> it is all whole it is all diversity maintained and protected by love that's the name of the one infinite creator here um beautiful and and, and the more we seek the more that that becomes our unitive consciousness they'll become a, a, a constant yeah yeah doug maybe you can comment on this i have a quick question mm. so i wonder if when one begins to seek, um, when one begins to seek, if they just kind of give off, maybe on an energetic level, on an etheric level, like a like a type of warmth, a type of energy that kind of invites other seekers to just kind of like maybe on a subconscious level people are you know just drawn towards seekers because they naturally have a curiosity about them they have a childlikeness to them and 
Um, I was wondering if you can comment on that because the seeker dilemma obviously is, you know, you're, you're seeking to find something that is in the moment that is in you, that is you and the seeker can be caught in this chronic sense of something's missing. The faith is what draws them towards a sense of, you know, hope, which is, you know, I'm running out of words. My brain is I, I think I, just on an energetic level. I think I feel what you're saying because there's a way that the seeker is never complete um, and uh, never satisfied. And, and I, I think that's true at a certain bandwidth of consciousness. But then I also feel like people that I trust that are, I would consider fairly enlightened, um, <clears throat> they've had those moments of non-dual consciousness where they've been without desire you know like say eastern sometimes religion will talk about like this sense of i have no desire there's no self but that isn't the ultimate journey the ultimate journey is then to actually incarnate back into the third density place and, and seek but this time you're seeking as the creator as you and what you're seeking as more love complexifying and you become an agent of this complexification so what you're seeking is just it's a constant consummation and you are the strong nodal point like an agency that through which this consummation of god within god is happening in the third density environment and so the seeking is like almost the bridegroom and the bride are, are lovemaking. It's really erotic. It's like agape and eros at the same time. And, and it's like it just keeps getting stronger. And that's what the saints talk about. It's like it's an overwhelming, consuming delight of constant expression. But it's what the infinite creator feels in a cosmic level done right down in here in the third density. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> I don't know what what does somebody else think one thing that comes to mind as you were making that description um, you know it's like the holographic or fractal property of reality how, how God is to us or the one infinite creator is to us as we are to another octave or another scale of reality you know like subatomic or you know whatever microscopic scale all the bits that make up us we're like all the bits that make up you know the logos and so on and i don't know just make doesn't really go far but it's more uh, a feeling that comes through beautiful well, it, it makes sense. You have the galaxy behind you as, as what we see in their image. So it's like you are making a, you're a star in that galaxy, which is also a body. And so it kind of works with what you said. <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. Mary, do you have any words of thoughts on this sense of faith, uh, will and faith? Does it resonate with you? Good question. <laughs> It's just such a large umbrella and it can go in so many different ways. Um, yeah. And forgive the pun, but it's just kind of unfolding just all the time. And it's just so reconciling that and making sense of it, how it resonates and connects to us personally and how we also reconcile that with those that we're interacting with in the world um, is kind of a, a constant daily check um, that I uh, need to do, um, especially as a chaplain, just making sure, you know, I'm ministering the way I, I should be, you know, it's not about me. That you are in the flow. I, I, I hear you saying to be constantly mindful of keeping yourself in the flow and that your will is sort of synced up with the highest and best good of the infinite creator's will, something like that too, right? Definitely the goal, absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. So is all that flow the Taurus? Yes, it's Mary's Torrid field. <laughs> I'll take it. 
Somebody should be a torrid field for Halloween next year. <laughs> that would be a great, <laughs> would be a great costume. <laughs> yeah, um, Josh, you had your hand up. Uh, yeah, just uh, I feel this same, Mary, about that. Uh, you know, desire to align my will with the will of the Creator, right? Or, um, that kind of idea, and about being in the flow. For me, I sometimes visualize it as just as if that I don't know if you're familiar with Taoism or Te Ching, but like being in the as if the Tao is a flowing river, right? And just being on like one of them lazy rivers in a tube, you know, just floating down, letting the Tao take you on your path, letting it lead, right? Like just not really, you know, letting the Tao or the Creator you know, direct you or guide you instead of your conscious, you know, ego being like, I want to go to this. I want to go to that. You know, I don't want to see this. I want to see that. But instead just let your feelings or intuition just be like, oh, like I'm going this way. It's uh, hard to maintain for too long a period of time, but it's a, it's a goal. Like you say, to, to try and, uh, you know, be in that type of moment or like be present in the moment in that fashion uh, as much as you can. It's a great feeling. Yeah, that's that's really well said. I know for myself, I actually, the will that I have these days is I will myself to surrender to the one infinite creator. Like that's my will. My I have a strong seeking to be one and then I will myself into the flow but that requires my death. So I'm, I'm trying to be willingly crucified, to use a Christian term, like crucified upon my own desires for myself and will myself into the flow um, because I have the faith that the highest and best good is coming from the other end towards me. And where those places meet is the active, is the, the manifestation of that desire, that seeking. Yeah. Well, we have to end. Um, what a fun and wonderful um, topic this was tonight. Thank, thanks to everybody for your energy and for your um, participation. Josh, it's really great to have you in our group. Thank you very much. Really appreciate um, the invite. Yeah, we hope, nice. to, we hope to see you again every, anytime, every, any Tuesday. And I'll send you an invite to our Slack group if you would like to, to join in. It's just a group of us that we hear that we communicate during the week. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate it. Awesome. And, uh, thank you for having me. Sorry for talking so much. Oh, no. Very welcome. Who would like, anybody would like to close us out in our closing benediction? I can do a little closing prayer for us. Thank you, Neil. All right, so we'll close our eyes and take a big deep breath in for five. And out. Now picture a small hole in front of your heart. We're going to take a breath in through that hole directly into the heart. One more time. And I just want to invoke compassion for all those beings that seem to bring catalysts to our lives, knowing that with their present awareness, they're doing the best they can. And if they had a higher awareness, they wouldn't be like that. So we hold compassion for all beings out there. May we go forth with an open heart towards those who need our service. May we love those who need our love the most may we just be friendly to all that we meet and to go forth in constant gratitude for just the small things in life and remember that joy is truly what makes life fun amen amen wonderful neil thank you 
And so, to piggyback yeah. off of what Neil said, if it's okay, sorry to interrupt. No, please. Um, it is uh, National Caregiver Month. And so um, if you know anybody that is a caregiver or traditionally, non-traditionally lives with someone they care for, doesn't live with them, um, just give them some love this month because that is an extremely taxing <clears throat> and hard thing to do on multiple levels. So I just wanted to put that out there. Thanks. Mary, thank you so much for sharing that. I, that brought up three people in my mind immediately. Beautiful. That I want to reach out to. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see you. Have a blessed week, and uh, we'll do prayers, I believe. Is it next time we're doing Catalyst and Prayers, Noah? Yep. Awesome. All right, God bless everybody. See you next time. Thanks, Doug. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <clears throat>